0: the housewives of wales oh. <laughs> it's not the housewives of wales house witches yeah <laughs> hello everyone and welcome to the real house witches of south wales the real, real Housewitches house
1: of, of south wales wales, <laughs> wales <laughs>
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, great. <right. laughs> Check that little extra whales wow. in. We love that. Mariah Carey. That was the <laughs> Mariah Carey Ariana Grande version of our debut uh, number one song, The Real House Witches of South Wales, coming to a streaming platform to you very soon, just like this podcast is. So it is still eerie season. We are recording this on <laughs> Wednesday, but it will go out on the Sunday. Um, and it's almost the end of eerie season. I don't know about you, Laura, but I've been feeling, you know, fiery, feeling like it's time to start going feeling excited about things don't know about you but also the moon is in taurus and you're a taurus moon so
1: yeah well we'll wait and see what happens with that I'll let you know if I feel anything
0: okay sure yeah great (laughs) like
1: what I don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) wonderful um and this episode is all about well right we're
1: going going back to the
0: tarot we did our very successful and actually one of our most listened to episodes of um the tarot and what the tarot is part one and part two and we've brought back the lovely Josh with us
2: so Josh hi welcome hello hello everyone again hello all listeners very happy to Yeah. Back.
0: yes we're glad to have I you i didn't back.
2: realize that was your most listened to episode that's yeah. fantastic oh actually josh i was second most listened to let's oh, not second play sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do apologize. I was getting far too ahead of myself. <laughs>
0: no, it actually was people enjoyed that episode, and uh, both of the episodes and uh, I think people found really? it as well. So um this episode is carrying on with the tarot, but now we're going more in depth with the tarot and analyzing and talking about each individual card. Um not in this episode we're starting with the first one of the tarot which is the fool. So um Laura doesn't read tarot. Laura didn't know there was a death card. Uh, no, she knew there was a death card. She didn't know about the tower card, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, Laura, are you familiar <laughs> with The Fool? What does The Fool mean to you if you, just by the name, if you haven't seen what it looks like?
1: No, I, I don't think I knew that there was a fool card. Um, I know that you, make, I think you mentioned it in the other episode. If I could guess what it's about. I don't know. I mean, is it a positive thing or a negative thing? Is it like telling you, you know, is it fool, is in, um, like fun, entertainment, positivity, or can people feel quite taken aback because of it in a bad way? I can't really work out if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I don't know anything about it, but yeah.
0: <laughs> Josh, what do you
2: think? I mean, you're kind of right on both aspects, actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, absolutely. The the Fool starts off the hero's journey, okay. so. <laughs> So that's what we were talking about last time. So the Fool is the number zero, although I I remember that actually in the original tarot decks, it didn't have a number at all. And it kicks off the hero's journey and the rest of the major arcana that follow are all of the big kind of events that the hero goes through to reach the world, which is where kind of everything's complete and lovely and we move forward. But depending on how the Fool comes up in a tarot reading, it can be really really positive or it can be a little bit of a ooh, watch your back kind of card as well what, what do you think jack I, th- I i'd say she was pretty much bang on
0: <laughs> yeah no yeah great laura um you were bang on considering you know your knowledge with the tarot and whatnot bit of intuition coming through i can feel mm-hmm. that fun. love that develop it I mean, <laughs> maybe for <laughs> cool to me i think it's my favorite tarot <laughs> I'm like, I'm obsessed with the Fool, um, mainly because I feel like I relate to the Fool. And, I, and even if I don't relate to the Fool, I want to relate to the Fool. So um, th- how I get the Fool card is this kind of naive- I
1: think would been, um, too, probably.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's this very yeah. like sort of naive or maybe naive, not naive in a bad sense, but this person who's going out on a journey with so much fresh optimism and excitement And not really looking at any like pitfalls that are along the way or um, taking in any sort of bad things that could come on that path, Mm -hmm. on journey, on that journey. Um, But it's someone who's quite excited, got got an idea, got an adventure, got something in mind and they're going to do it and they'll do it with a lot of fun and passion. But they've just got to be careful of kind of literally the card he's walking off a cliff. So he's got Mm -hmm. to be careful of that drop and that careful of that. Bad thing that that could happen.
2: Yeah, I like the fool. I do like the fool. It's a good card. It's a great card to. It's a great card to work with because absolutely, you're right. It's that kind of. It's almost being untainted by the world. That pure the naivety that pure kind of understanding of like I don't care what's ahead of me I don't know what's ahead of me I'm going to purely go on this with optimism and impulse and everything lovely that I can bring forward and but the negative side to that is sometimes you can be very childlike Hmm. and respond to things in a childlike manner not understanding where they've gone wrong because they've not experienced enough for them to understand why they might have gone wrong in their in their pursuit as well.
0: I feel like um, when we bring in astrology to tarot, because mm-hmm. tarot obviously has a lot of astrology connections anyway, there are cards for different signs. It's
1: very Leo, I think. Well,
0: I, I think it's Gemini. I feel like it's mm.
1: Gemini. Yeah. But I thought of Leo when you said about the, the childlike, playful, the first thing I thought of was Leo yeah gemini
2: it could be a few things so all the most of the major arcana well i say most half the major arcana have like signs associated to them uh it does actually have a sign and (laughs) it makes complete sense as to why jack you might actually associate with it because it's aquarius oh okay yeah, And that makes a lot of sense because Aquarius is seen as a little bit airy-headed sometimes and a bit naive and looking at the world in such a magical, wonderful way sometimes that that naivety can creep in. So it makes complete sense as to why you'd associate with it. But it makes sense as well, Laura, why you would think Leo, because you've got that child-likeness. But um, Leo comes with... Yeah. And, Leo and they is are quite strength. similar anyway, aren't
1: they, Aquarius
2: and Leo? Yeah, complete opposite. Yeah. So they tend to get along very, very well. Um, but when they clash, they would also clash considerably <laughs> <laughs> we're talking in a podcast now with po- on Aquarius oh, no.
1: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah watch your back <laughs> no leo
0: is we're strength <laughs> yeah leo leo is strength yeah so we will eventually get to the strength yeah. card um, soon but the great thing about the strength card very briefly is it literally has a lion on it so you can there's no mistaking that is the leo it's one, card. Of, the, it's one of those really obvious ones oh.
1: yeah.
0: i was thinking when we were talking about the fool i was thinking oh it's quite an Aquarian card mm. i thought the naivety side of it i thought oh maybe more so when you talk about Aquarian, we're talking more so like Humanitarian and progressive, but because it's an air sign and you've got that thinking quality going on, I started to think, oh, maybe the Aquarius isn't the Fool because it's developed that thought a bit more than the Fool has. But yeah, it does make sense um, sense. that the Fool is there. So when we uh, talk about a typical tarot card reading and the Fool pops up, how does the Fool kind of slot into reading? Obviously, it depends what cards are around it, but when Laura was kind of saying, is it a bad card or is it a good Mm. card? You know, could it be both?
2: What's So yeah, perspective and obviously intuition is a brilliant thing with a reading. So you could, like you perfectly said, it does sometimes depend on what cards are around it in either side of it, but the fool itself represents new beginnings. So when the fool comes up within a reading, especially readings that I'm doing, normally we talk about that it's almost like a, the term leap of faith comes to mind because in the card, especially the one that we all know, which is the Ride of Waite Smith deck. That's the one where he's got his little stick with his bag of belongings on his back. Mm. He's got his little fateful companion, which is his dog. And it's kind of gives you that hero sidekick kind of vibe. Mm. And then he's walking off and he's walking off blindly over this cliff. And it's talking about how if you have, say it comes up in the reading for career change, and you're thinking, oh, I really want to change careers, but I'm not too sure. And I've got a few ideas, but it's just not working out. And the fool comes up. To me, that automatically represents it's time to take a leap of faith. You've been thinking about doing this for a while. You've just got to do it. And sometimes the most successful people in the world didn't know how they were going to do something. They just did it Mm, mm, yeah, and let nature kind of take its course. Um, It also comes across as a very spontaneous card as well. So it might be a case of if we're doing a reading when it comes to your personal life, we're looking at maybe we need a bit more spontaneity. There's a theme coming along with everything that you say. It's all very impulsive and just do it, get on there. Just whatever it is, don't listen to the world around you. Just crack on. What's interesting, though, is the fool that we know now, it didn't used to mean this.
0: Okay. So
2: the, the meanings kind of shifted slightly. And I believe it was around the 15th century, but I might because I always get this mixed up 15th century was actually the 1400s when they were using tarot as a game of trumps the fool was the lowest trump card and it was known as the trickster card sometimes or the excuse so when you use yeah that where the joker comes from where the joker card comes from and rather than being depicted like the fool that we have now which is that lovely robe with his little satchel and his dog it was depicted as almost like a beggar or a court jester and it was seen as like lower than and it was that card that just kind of did what it needed to do and it was designed to um, I believe in the game of trumps it was designed to if you put that card down you were disguising that you might have a better hand and you were trying to trick the other players but what it meant is that in the trumps game someone else could then choose a different suit so when we talk about then as the meaning shifts to impulse and taking a leap of faith, well, the trickster changed the suit that we could be using in the game. So the leap of faith is we're going to change our course and just do it Mm -hmm. instead. So the meaning kind of translates as well, but it never used to be like this kind of lovely, wonderful, positive all the time. It was a bit of a more, it was the excuse card. It was a, oh, I'm just going to do this and see what happens. Kind Mm -hmm. of card, but it translates quite well.
0: And that see what happens as stuck with it, you know. Mm. You know, we when we think of the fool, we are thinking of somebody who is just doing it and God knows what's gonna happen. Tarot in general, so a lot of people will rely on tarot and their intuition. Intuition comes into a big part of tarot reading. Um, but obviously you need to know what tarot is and the meanings of Mm -hmm. each card. You can't just pick something and say, Yeah, this is a great card. The thing about the fool, so when you're you talk, talking about intuition, but we're also going to bring in symbolism and the symbols that appear on the cards and colours, all of that sort of stuff mm-hmm. play a big part in tarot. So obviously the fool, we're going with the Rider-Waite-Smith uh, depiction here and so there it is, lovely, fantastic. <laughs> so we've got this person who's walking kind of with a strut, Um, you know, they're happy, they're about to go over this cliff edge, they've got their things with them ready to go and travel, but For me, how I kind of see the fall, and again, I know it comes up with context and that sort of stuff, but how I see the fall is you've got this cliff edge and everyone kind of assumes that when they go over that cliff edge, they're going to fall. But Mm -hmm. I kind of like to think that it's literally just a jump or a step, Mm -hmm. you know, and once you've stepped over that cliff edge, you're you're on just another path. There isn't Mm -hmm. a fall. You're not going to fall off. That's why I like the fall because I just think people kind of assume it's going to be a bad ending.
1: Yeah, it's very positive
0: yeah,
2: yeah. The name itself, The Fool, brings straight to our attention. What do we think of? Well, Laura, for example, what do you think of? If someone turns around and says you're a fool, what do you think of?
1: Well, I think, first of all, it does sound like quite a negative, almost like a bit of an insult, but depends <laughs> on how you look at it, really. Like like he was saying, Sharking, it doesn't always have to be an insult, but I think first you probably could take it as maybe a little bit offensive depending on who you are
2: (laughs) absolutely the fool um when you when you call someone a fool you're turning around to them saying oh they're stupid they're idiotic they're they don't know what they're doing but that's the point I don't Mm. have to know what I'm doing in in Mm. the in the face of turning around and going I couldn't possibly the fool turns around and says what's to stop you
0: and I I think that's just Mm. great Great thing! Yeah. yeah, it's just good energy. In tarot, we talk about the fool. It the just fool, up,
1: like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And yeah. more people should be the fool. And <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we but... all
2: start as a fool.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. The It's the first, the first card, um, in the major arcana. So we talk about the fool's journey. Mm-hmm. How does that relate to all
2: the rest of the cards that come after the Fool? So the next card after the Fool is the Magician. And the Magician is the Making Things Happen card. So whereas our Fool has taken that jump, that leap of faith, and he's taken his step onto his path without any kind of knowledge, he's then gone, okay, I might actually need some knowledge here and I might need to learn as I'm going. So the magician, which is the second card, then comes in to go, I'm going to make things happen. I'm going to start learning and start using my intuition, my connection to the divine and the below, all these suits that are in front of me and go, right, here are my tools. And then the next cards afterwards go, okay, so we've got the high priestess. So that's a very spiritual side to things. And then we move on again, we've got the emperor and then we go on again and, and it starts to tell this story. And what's interesting is the fool itself, like, I, like we said previously, the fool, we all start off as a fool in some way, shape or form. If you're starting a new job, you're the fool. If you're starting a new relationship, you're the fool. If you're starting, if you're moving, you're the fool because you're starting over again and then you go through these stages of the other 21 cards mm. where you might interact with people that represent those archetypes or those situations mm. and then you get to the world which is the kind of end which mm. is the we've we've done everything we need to do and it's really nice when it's called the hero's journey i always think of um hercules when i talk about the fool because everyone's everyone's watched the disney hercules I haven't. No! <laughs> oh, oh, well. I haven't
1: either. No. no. Oh,
2: my goodness. Right. Do you know what? I'm quitting. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the Disney story of Hercules. he was a god. He, he became mortal and he grew up mortal, not knowing of his godly ancestry. And he had to learn how to be a hero he started off as the fool, always making mistakes, always having problems, and then slowly became the hero. That's the Disney version. I was actually reading about Greek, Greek mythology the other day, and the actual version is slightly different. But in that story, he, he starts off as this kind of not really knowing where he sits in society, not really knowing how he can do things. And then he goes, oh, I've learned my lessons. I'm learning, which is when he seeks out for Philatitis and that's the magician I'm going to start making things happen. That is so awesome. watch Hercules, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I probably
1: should. Yeah. I will. Okay.
0: <laughs> Disney is not
2: my thing unless it's ice that's community or Hannah Montana. Well, oh, that's so uh, overless. that's fair enough and it's really weird whenever I think of the fool card whenever I'm doing a reading and it comes up that comes into my head so the symbology of it obviously meant something to me intuitively I was picking up on it um which is like right at the start Laura when we said you know what does it represent to you and intuitively you thought okay well the fool well I'm assuming it's about this and it was like absolutely it's right because your intuition will call out to things and you you might like Jack. You might associate with the fool and think that's my favorite card. I really, really associate with that one because you can just intuitively pick up on the energy that it that it that it is emanating. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like
0: I'm still the fool.
2: <laughs> you know. Yeah. I
1: can see why it is your favorite card now that I know more about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just fun and adventurous, and mm-hmm. you know, do does things. Yeah. <laughs> It just does things. Sometimes people, when they're learning tarot, they will uh, equate cards to something in pop culture that they Mm -hmm. can reference to. So, for example, we've just mentioned that for you, the fool is Hercules in the Disney film. Um, But uh, do you know of any other sort of things that people kind of think fool
2: is so-and-so? This is really interesting. My friend associates the fool with her nephew. Okay. Okay not even in pop culture just it whenever the fall comes up she thinks of her nephew because she sees her because her nephew's young he's he's experiencing the world he's getting to the magician stage of his life now Uh, I know someone has I know someone else who I asked what do they um, I've got a friend who's not particularly witchy but Enjoys these kind of things, and I asked her a while ago what she thought it was, and she was explaining to me that it reminded her of jesters and court jesters and things like that, which reminded her straight away of the of normal playing cards. And yeah, yeah, it's and it's true that you look at that and you go, oh yeah, I can kind of see how that would how that would fit. Do you associate it? Do you have any references? Don't think I do. No. I when I think of the fool,
0: I do think of that sort of joker, um, mm. aspect, you know, and like a court jester, you know, medieval sort of stuff. I pop culture wise, I don't know if I would relate it to um anyone or anything in particular. Mm. Um, but it's like you said earlier, everybody kind of starts off with a fool. So, you know, thinking about that, Harry Potter is the fool in the philosopher's yeah. stone. You know, that's just a
2: common archetype of storytelling. You know, the fool is how everyone begins. The the hero's journey, because he starts off as the fool and ends up as the hero in the end. And it it is that it's any kind of any kind of hero story, any, um, you know, you might have someone who really likes Marvel and they associate it with Captain America before he was Captain America.
0: Which is a great thing about tarot. You know, you can you can learn it in so many different ways. And attributed so many different things. Mm. Is there anything else we kind of want to add that we haven't really talked about with the fool?
1: I didn't really know about the cards at all. When you mentioned that the, the fool being the first card, I didn't know anything about the order. But now you say it's the first, it does make, you know it makes perfect sense to start mm. the story or the journey.
2: Yeah, and it, and the thing is the tarot is a ref- the tarot is a reflection of us it holds up a mirror to us so when we're talking about the fool we're not talking. sometimes when we're doing a reading we're not just talking about the fool is in a as in an archetype we're talking about our own personal heroes journeys we are all the protagonists the heroes within our lives we regardless of what we might do or say sometimes we always see ourselves as our protagonist within our story so when we start off as the fool it's just like for Jack you turn I go. sometimes I do still feel like the fool I feel like I'm still I'm not even at the magician stage whereas there are other people that are at their magician stage or at their the sun stage in their life and we all can follow the teachings of the fool what's Interesting, though, now a little final thing is not a negative as such, but the fool sometimes can be represented as someone who won't listen yeah. and won't listen to reason. Aquarius. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to hint, <laughs> but it can be someone who's, who's stubborn and doesn't want to listen to reason doesn't want to listen to outside influences because they're so blinkered onto what they want as well so it's interesting when it comes up as say like a card of the day dependent on what you're what you're doing around it or how you're feeling on that day you might actually see it as uh, i'm being you're being too stubborn you need to start listening you're being a fool mm-hmm. and then on the flip side you can then have the lovely the lovely side as well but it's a really interesting one to the fact that it can have a very stark difference, dependent on who's reading and where it comes up in a reading as well, especially for especially that card because uh, because of what it what it represents. But yeah, it's interesting that uh, a lot of like um, it's like a child, yeah, the fool's a child. The Fool's just ready to absorb knowledge.
0: love it. I've seen The Fool in a different light as well during this episode. Oh,
2: fabulous.
0: So, yeah, great. That is the episode on The Fool. Um, the next Tarot episode, which will come probably soon, it doesn't come in order, but they will. we're going through each and every card in the Tarot for those who want to get to know it better and see it from different perspectives. So, the next one we'll be talking about is The Magician. I like The Magician card as well. Um, mm. I equate that one with Libra. I don't know if it is a Libra card, but because of the balance that's kind of there i kind of put that as a libra card but i might be wrong but um yeah so we will eventually be talking about the magician so that's going to be great um and yeah great thanks for coming on again josh um do you want to let people know where they can um find you and hear from you and also you just opened your shop again which is great
2: yes so um obviously um for anyone that listened beforehand but anyone who hasn't uh, you can find me at Josh X Leon on Instagram, J O S H X L E O N. I also have a business called Sanctum Therapeutics, which you can type in on Facebook and find me, or you can go to sanctumtherapeutics.com. And because we are in the UK, I know obviously you guys are still in your lockdown at the moment. I believe. No, we're no. If you just out. You coming out. oh fantastic so no no so you're coming out so we we officially were able to open all wellness beauty and like hairdressers things like that anyone that comes for like a wellness or a therapy could open so i'm finally open for in-person readings again um in-person reiki healing and crystal healing and life coaching and spiritual coaching sessions regressions um past life regressions and Um, a couple other like guided meditations and I am I'm becoming accredited to be able to teach meditation classes as well very soon so hopefully when everything opens up I'll be able to offer everyone classes together which would be wonderful yeah Um, that
0: would be amazing me and Laura will be paying a visit (laughs)
1: definitely yeah yeah I love a bit of past life aggression (laughs)
0: yes you do yes you do um great and if um you're
2: not in josh's area uh (laughs) online readings too i do online readings absolutely yes if you're not in my area or you're not able to come to me or i can't come to you or it's a little bit too much of a hassle you of course can pretty much everything other than a few of the things that i offer can be moved online for people so that's not a problem it's how we've been doing it for the past seven eight months
0: yeah and it's
2: been lovely so he's a pro now, so just go and book
0: with him. Okay? Just a pro, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Great. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Join us next week when we will be talking about something else. We haven't got a topic in mind yet. But, you know, like the fool, we will find something. So it will be great. We're open to suggestions, too. So, you know, we're here, we're here, and we're here. <laughs> I wanted to say more. I feel like you're here.
2: <laughs> Are you here? I'm you here. might be
0: here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, guys. Just not <laughs> here. Um, right, great. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm always here, and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Bye. <laughs>